Welcome to Unspeakable Tea, where we sip and chat about culture, current trends, things happening in our personal lives, and all the in-between. So turn on the kettle and join us. If you're new here, welcome. And if you've been here before, get ready for some tea. Honestly, I've just been on one today. Today? You've been on one today? Listen, man, every day. You've been on one since you've been born. I've been sleeping only like four hours every day. Who the fuck said only sleep four hours? Bantle having a fucking husband who sleeps at midnight, then I feel weird going to bed alone, and then I'll link it, and then he decides to wake me up when I have to wake up for the child. Like, he's supposed to wake up? He's right in the house. Then (laughs) make him wake up for the child. I, I... I do wake him up because he doesn't wake up, so I ended up waking up, so then I have to wake him up. So just leave the room. If he keeps crying, just put it on him and dip. That's it. He doesn't wake up. Okay, but you need to try. Tanya? Have you tried leaving Musa there for 45 minutes on his chest? I don't leave Musa in the room. Musa like, stays in his bedroom when he's crying. Oh, yeah. So, like, you just leave. Leave the house. <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> I looked over at Danya's <laughs> I looked over at Danya and tried to give her a signal, like, start the intro. <laughs> she didn't Wait, know. are you starting? Yeah. This is how you're going to start. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing, Mona? Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Yeah, that is really upset. That is really upset at me because it took us almost like three takes trying to do our intro. <laughs> and if you guys can all hear, she's giving you a fake laugh right now because she's about to beat the shit out of me. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to number three, episode number three. This is episode number four. Oh, <laughs> four. <laughs> Welcome back to episode four, guys. Um, I, we got a lot of positive feedback, I think, this past week because we officially launched. Yeah, it was really nice to see that there's people actually who are interested uh, in yeah. our book loss. Yeah, 122 streams. Guys, thank you so much. We love you. Yeah, for us, it's a, I mean, because we started yeah. this just to document our conversations. Yeah, de- definitely. My friend was even like, oh, like, what are you, like, are you guys getting paid for this? I'm like, honestly, we're sitting on Ramona's dining table and we're just talking yeah. about shit. Literally. Like, literally and there's so many people brown girls um not brown girls who are coming up to in our dms and relating to our topics and they're just yeah. like we cannot wait like thank god finally yeah so like i think for us because like we officially announced last week mm-hmm. um that we like launched so it's been a pretty good positive feedback so far loving the ride yeah i mean i think this makes us even more like influenced or not influenced but so motivated motivated yeah this is why i have danny uh, motivated to do this even more. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna start this podcast maybe somewhat of a, on a sad note of like what's happened in the last few days. So yeah. obviously everyone's heard that Sidhu Musala passed away. Such a sad yeah. week. Like I was literally telling our friend circle, like after Kobe Bryant, I feel like this. Like I know I'm. There's multiple people who have died that are famous, but like the wavelength of how it went through how it affected and, people. Yeah, like everyone's yeah. just so sad. Literally yesterday, I was so sad. It's just such a sad incident. Like so sad. Yeah. So yeah, like that. his funeral was two days ago. Yesterday. Yeah. And so his funeral just happened, and like the way the media was portraying his parents, like what they're going through and stuff, was very hard to watch. I mean, as a parent, also, I said this to Danya. We were talking about this last night. I'm like, there's a term for someone 
who loses a parent. There's a term for someone who loses a wife, and there's some. There's a term for someone who loses a fa- uh, husband. There's no term for a parent that loses a child. You know, you have a widower, widow, an orphan. Yeah. What do you call a parent that loses their kid? Yeah. Right. So it's pretty. It's really sad, and like obviously our hearts and prayers go out to. It sucks though. Our last con, like last podcast, we did the same thing with the Texas shooting, but oh yeah, just so many things happening. Yeah, there's just a lot going on, but obviously people need to understand. Like though his music, like yeah, people could say it was about gangs, this and that, but again, some of the top hip hop and music icons came from that background, and mm-hmm. that's what they related to. But again, their music was also so relatable to their audience. Guys, life is just so short. Be kind to another. Live happy, okay. positive. All just right, be Ellen. kind. Okay. So, I don't know for those who watch Stranger Things. Do you watch Stranger Things? No, I haven't. But I've At heard all? something recently. Something's coming out. So, they've released volume one of season four. Volume one? Season so, the reason why they did that is because they're going to... Re- so, each episode is almost an hour and 16 minutes to two hours heck? long. Yeah. It's, it's a, a movie. movie. Yeah. Each episode's a freaking movie. And then what Stranger Things about. So I'll get into that. But like, so this volume two of this show mm. is coming out in July. So they're gonna release another four, five, four to six episodes. Same thing. Right. Um. So basically, Stranger Things is about the show. I think it's based in the seventies mm-hmm. or the eighties mm-hmm. mm-hmm. in like this little town. Oh, it's called what is it called? I thought you watched the show. No, the town Hawkins. How Hawkins High? I think it's somewhere in. Mm-hmm. So it was in Massachusetts. I don't know what's, what. What uh, state it's in. Um, but basically, it's about how there's, like, this other dimension of, like, aliens and stuff. And, like, dark powers, you could say. And how they start bleeding into, like, our world. And so, a bunch of these, like, high school, at the time, middle school kids um, figure it out. And then they meet someone named, like, Eleven. Like, that girl. Uh, what's her name? Millie Brown, the actress. Mm-hmm. You have no idea no, what I'm talking about. No, I don't know. Anyways, but yeah, about. it's a pretty good show, but the episodes are really freaking long. Yes, guys, go ahead and watch them whenever they release but Stranger Things. I was talking to Danny about this before we started the podcast. I was like, how my mom used to say, so when we were younger, my mom had a very light stomach towards like gory, scary stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I just can't watch it. She's like, since I gave birth, it's not been possible. And like, I can't do it. Since I've given birth, I can't watch gory and like scary and you shit. And make sh- freaking. I make fun of her. Like I'm not scared of things just like, like okay. She's such a Why would I call Mama Pussy? <laughs> Daniel, <laughs> man. No, so for like for example, like you can I can still like I'm not scared of heights. Like when we're roller coasters, I'm down for. But like watching like creepy scary stuff and like something gore like gory like we still like I watch The Boys. With Masover, and that show is very gruesome for those who, are, who know what I'm talking about. So, I don't even know the new season's about to come out. I don't even know how I'm going to watch it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, when you give chi- when you give childbirth or when you go through childbirth, uh, you literally lose. You get a very light stomach. So, um, this past week, I posted a post on our um, Instagram, the Inspirable Tea Podcast, and I just, mm-hmm. I said, can anyone guess what today's podcast would be about? So, right. it was a post saying, choosing your mental health and peace over pleasing your family is not okay, like question mark. Girl! 
to make it make sense. So I feel like this is a big topic when it came to, um, I think ever since the pandemic, to be honest, like you grow up realizing that Mm -hmm. the norms that have been created around, um, like especially our family like brown families is like oh even if they treat you like shit you're supposed to go hang out like blood is blood or is that what you mean yeah whatever whether it's blood whether it's non-blood like it goes into everybody right and then that's how toxic relationships and personalities develop like then you go well let's just say you have a boyfriend your husband your wife your friends even if they treat you like shit, you have accustomed to this norm that you're like, oh, if they treat me like shit, that's fine because that's what my parents have taught me. That's what my uncles and aunts have taught me. This yeah. is how it is. Yeah. And it's just like now when when people in our family do take a step back and say, hey, like, no, I'm going to put my mental health first and my peace yeah. because clearly you guys aren't worth it. It's like, wait, who allowed you? Like, like why do you, you? That, why do you think that's okay? Yeah, like how dare you? And like, when you talk about mental health and peace in like a brown family, they're just like, wait, what? What like, do you mean mental health? Just go read, to a hospital, read Namaz, and... or go to a hospital if you need that much help. Yeah, been there, done that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I completely understand. I think that's like something I I would say. Not mm-hmm. even 2020 during the pandemic, 2021. Right, right. Is when I think a lot of people, I think um, also someone who I think spoke about this, I think it was those Kirti Saini. Okay. It's like Slay by K. Mm-hmm. She, I think, talked about it once too, where she said, like, how you gotta learn how to put yourself first and not let one day go by where you're like, Letting it go to waste. Again, like, during the whole pandemic, that's what everyone was focusing about. Right. Really coming to the understanding that, holy shit, like, I've never been putting myself first. Especially because you're, community. Yeah, because you're stuck in your house. Yeah. You literally... There's a difference of, like, regular summers, but yeah. this is, like, you're stuck in your house. You're not allowed to do anything. Right. Right? So and now it's just, completely like, hanging different out with those people constantly, and you mm-hmm. realize how toxic they are. So... I feel like me and Mona have different opinions about, like, how to um, cope with them or how to react. Personally, me, like, I'll give you my opinion first. I just, I don't fuck with you. Like, that's it. Like, I, if you clear, like, I'm in this point in my life where if you're not providing me peace, you're not giving me happiness. And if I'm in a room where I start my anxiety flares up or I'm feeling anxious and I'm feeling uncomfortable because of the people around me, why am I doing that? So therefore, I'm not going to go ahead and put myself in that situation Mm -hmm. that doesn't need to be. You're removing yourself from the situation. Like, there's no need. Like, I, I used like I try, kid. Like I kid you guys not. There was a time where I would be like, okay, let me just give it another shot. No, but then when I get there, my anxiety flares up, and I like maybe have a breakdown, or I would, and then I keep going and I keep going. It's like such a long journey until the point where you actually don't give a fuck. And when someone says, oh, you want to hang out with us, or hey, there's this happening, do you want to come? I literally say straight up no, and I do not give two fucks about how you feel because my feelings come first. But I think you also need mm-hmm. to mention, or I think you should also point out the fact that mm-hmm. it took you a very long time to get a where you are. A long time. Like, this I didn't happen over a year. I think it took you over, yeah. Yeah, like, even now, I've managed to cope and say no to going to certain places, but when it comes about, uh, comes to thinking about, like, those people, I still do, obviously. Like, it's natural, right? Like, people who've been in your lives for so long and then randomly you're like, oh, hey, peace out, fuck you. Like, you're, they're going to come to your mind often. But when it comes to saying no and not maybe seeing them for, You like, don't feel guilt trip. Yeah, I, like, I literally don't care. Because <laughs> it's been... Pl- 
year plus, and if you're not relevant yeah. in my life, clearly, why? But could you say that you don't feel guilty anymore? No, I don't. Like, yeah. I literally don't. But again, I feel like that. I for used a to lot feel of, guilty. Yeah. yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I think for a lot of people, mm-hmm. that that's a very difficult thing to get to. Yeah, no, it's it hard. Was so hard because it, it would be like I would be looking at the person's face, like who's mm-hmm. asking me to hang right. out, or they would guilt trip you and make you feel like shit, or blackmail no. you, and I would just be like, uh, like okay fine like go ahead and then i would jeopardize how i freaking feel and you feel like shit and i'm literally sitting there questioning myself why did i do this to myself Mm -hmm. it was literally in no one else's power but mine to say no so why aren't you doing it right no i completely agree yeah i think the way you and i went about this is Mm -hmm. completely different yeah i think you went on the other route right like no not another route okay so Mm -hmm. the thing is i don't think when it comes to our coping mechanisms or coping strategies, it's like one is more sensitive or lighthearted. Yeah. No, it's, two different it's ways, just period. there's different ways of coping with things. Yeah. Either you can be harsh, reactive. There's one way. You can be calm and collected, putting yourself first. Oh, sorry, guys. Uh, my kid woke up. Um, so I was basically saying, yeah, there's one way you can, you know, beat it like at the at, like face to face and be like, okay, cool. Be harsh about it. Or the other ones, like, you know, be calm and collected and think about it. But then there's also the way of, like, the method I've adopted is I don't care. I think I've gotten, this took me a time to get to this point because I think I was always, as a kid growing up, teenager, university. But I feel like you were always like that. No, I I genuinely did really care about what people thought about me. Like, I, it bothered me. Like, I wanted to always be liked. Right. I had a need to always be liked by people. I can remember... But even now, that's what you say. You say you want to be you you want to be civil with people. No, no. Okay, let me clarify. So I'm trying to say when it comes to let's say for example, there's mm-hmm. someone who's pissed at me. Right. I will do everything in my power to find out why they're pissed at me and fix it. I'm like, right. okay, I messed you up. I made you upset. I'm so sorry. Please don't be mad at me. Right. I am that person. Right. 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 But for me, like now, I've gotten to the point where. where you're selfish. No, I'm not selfish. I don't think I would say I'm selfish. It's not a bad thing. No, yeah, but it's not about selfish. I think it's about adopting the mentality of basically not caring. Mm. Like, it's like I genuinely used to be concerned, and I think a lot of that had to do with, like, meeting my husband. And, like, he's literally, yes, okay, all right, thank you. He's also texting this to me on the side. Mm-hmm. But it it's true because I think it rubbed up off on me. Not saying that, like, he's, like, a grade-A asshole or something who doesn't give a crap about anybody. No, it's just that I used to be so tense and agitated about, like, oh, my dad got mad at me today. I have to call him right away. Or my sister got mad at me. I don't like it. And he's like, but why? Like, let them figure it out. Once they calm down, then you can talk about it. It's like, you can't fix it in that moment. Not everyone's going to like you. Right. Right? So it took me time to get to this point where I am, where if someone's mad at me or someone's like, they have a problem with me, okay, talk to me about it. But if you just choose to not talk to me, talk behind my back and just say all these things, and I'm like, okay, and... Like, it doesn't affect me anymore. So, that's the thing with me. Like, it, I don't care if someone's talking shit about me or mm-hmm. is being whatever. Right. What, for me, is, like, I think I'm still working up to the way of just being in that environment. I hope, and maybe one day, I'm in a room full of 
filled with snakes in the ground and filled with like stupid people in the room where literally it's like a blur and I'm I only like envision the people that I want to see which would be like the people that I care about right and but I, when now re- like if I were to go right now fuck no I don't yeah, want to be in that so situation see this is the difference I think that comes between you and I is that yeah. I am I don't care like yeah. I if I'm with them I'm not I'm civil, we're good, mm-hmm, we're cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because you're not part of my daily life. That's what I mean. I feel like right? you're like a, at a different stage in life where you're married, you have your child to focus on. I have way too much other things. Exactly. I like, my business yeah. is like, exactly. like crazy. Like I have yeah. other things that require my attention. Definitely. Than pettiness. Exactly, definitely. And not saying, you know. And it's also, I, need, I think people need to also understand, there's no part of me or that I have bad blood towards people. Definitely. There's, no bad blood. There isn't bad blood. Like, I don't like, hate on anybody. Nothing like that. It's, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's, it's yeah. It's not, like, yeah, like I'm saying, it's like, there's no, like, bad blood or, like, trying to hope for the worst for people. I don't think I've ever had that in me. Never, I can't. I've, never. Like, I think you can tell. If you have a bad, if you really hate on someone, and you need to be a really different creature. Yeah, to no, like what I'm saying, that. no, I'm just saying it's like, you know, people can hold a grudge even when you get in an argument. Mm-hmm. I don't hold grudges. Right. Like, I, it's just like, it's like, I won't trust you again. And I think you said this once just because you forgive doesn't mean you have to reconnect. Right. You right don't. yeah so it's like a lot of is like you know what let bygones be bygones yeah um i like don't i'm not forgetting what happened yeah but um i don't need to reconnect with you to forgive you yeah like, I, I that's for myself i forgive you for myself but uh, that doesn't mean we need to reconnect 100 percent. yeah there's like it's, it's, it's not like there's bad blood yeah i mean people grow apart yeah and sometimes you grow apart for the better reason yeah and you realize a lot yeah. So if there is anyone out there that makes you feel like shit, that doesn't give you peace, dig deeper, find the root cause, sit alone for five minutes, and really ask yourself, like... Is it worth it? Is it really worth it? So Russ, like, Mustafa and I went to the Russ concert this past Sunday. Mm-hmm. He said it. He's like, if there is someone in your, de- like, who's in your, like, like your life right now mm-hmm. who you wish what wasn't and they're a piece of shit and like you wish they weren't part of your life mm-hmm. like now is the time to decide because and it was just a thing that he said and it was like yeah it was just so like, cool girl it's about to be 2023 manifest and, yeah in 20 like you know in six months like nobody got time for this shit Literally. Like, if you have toxic people in your life, 2022 is already half over, people. Yeah, like, Get goodbye. It like, life is short. Be happy. Be positive. Surround yourself with people you love, care about. Yep. And, like, live a happy life and die happy, period. Like, I think, shit. Like, we out here stressing about what the next person's going to wear to the party and how they're going to talk shit. Speaking like, of, do you know what you're wearing on Saturday? No, I'm so excited for this party we have on Saturday. It's all Bollywood music. I can't it's wait. a party. Party, hori A bit of party, shuru hu ye. You're no, you're so um we had asked i'm gonna let you say the question <laughs> i'm not taking your spotlight Danya. bitch i'm not saying that okay so basically what i was gonna say was that we musa <laughs> musa has a question <laughs> so basically we had at, last week we asked um we reached out to a bunch of you at the end of our podcast and on instagram and asked um if anybody has any of their own situations they would want to share or any questions for us so we received a question this week. Danny, what is the question? So someone anonymous, 
anonymously. Say that again. Anonymously. Good job. Tanya say static electricity. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we got a question. It said, how did you meet your husband and what was the whole finding Arishta process like for you? And mm-hmm. uh, like you guys know, I am not married, so I wouldn't be answering this question. So, But I'd love on. your two cents on it, though. Yeah, I'll definitely give my input about this whole Arishta process, but yes. I'll let Ramona answer this. So when I started so in our community, um, there's a group of people who basically like help you find Arishta, right? So I had created like sort of like a, yeah, uh, like, sorry, yes, to find like a spouse when you're ready to get married. Um, So when I was ready, you know, you sort of created like a a mini profile about your family. Obviously, you have to include what you look like and like a picture of you and all that and like sort of like what your requirements are and what you're looking for and stuff about you. So this was back in 2019, March. I was sitting at work. And I received an email from one of the uncles, and he was like, "Oh, so this guy's family, like, this, oh, sorry, this guy's pro, like profile, um, he liked your profile, and so they want to talk to you about it or stuff." And so I'm reading this guy's profile, and it's like his profile is done by his parents, and like he's aware of this, and I'm like, "What guy doesn't try to find his own like stuff? And has his parents was doing not it? Pleasant. And yes, the picture <laughs> they used of my dear husband was Jesus like a screenshot. Christ. His mom like zoomed in and cropped out like his cousins and sent. That's when you know him when I had a good heart. Yeah, she didn't judge. So the, no, no, let's let's not jump the gun. So right when I got it, I have a group. I had a group chat with my dad and Danny, and I sent <laughs> oh my a God, picture. You're really gonna- <laughs> I'm Shit. real gonna share. He knows the story. Oh, yeah. And so I sent the picture, and I was like, I stuck for luck. <laughs> like, God forbid. No, yeah, because basically, in this picture, yeah. his beard was, like, very long. And Up I'm like, to, like, his chest. Yes, and I'm like, this guy looks hella religious. And, like, I, though I'm very, like, I would say I'm not a re- very religious person. I am attached to my dean. But, like, I was like, yo, this, not, this might not fly, right? And then my dad goes like, oh, my God. And then he sends a turban emoji. And Danya goes like, "How fucking? Oh my god, it's King Kong!" <laughs> and I was like, "Damn, say we got got King Kong, right?" <laughs> and so we just didn't respond. We're like, "Okay, just like whatever, they'll understand." A week later, I guess they followed up. My like husband told me afterwards that they like they followed up on their end. So the uncle was like, "Dude, it's a good drishta, like." Think about it. And then I remember texting you this. Do you remember? I was like, you know what? You can judge a book by its cover. Like, <laughs> Musa's been going off in the back. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but basically, it was like, you can't judge a book by its cover. So, you know what? We'll give it a shot. <laughs> this was before you were born. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're really talkative. You know, this is what happens when you're about to turn five months old. And so we, like, so our parents called each other, like, our dads, to, oh, shoot, whoops, I hit the mic really hard. Um, so we basically talked, like, the dads called each other. They were like, oh, I've heard of you. And they realized they actually had, like, an old, like, mutual, like, relationship. Like, they knew each other, they knew of each other in the community. 
And so like, okay, cool. And then the parents, like the dads met and then the date, date was set for me to meet my now mother-in-law with my mom. So us, we, us three, we sat in like a Tim Hortons for a few hours and chatted. And then, um, my mother-in-law walked off. She's like, oh, I have a phone call. <laughs> and it was, um, her husband and he goes like, so I'm in the area. Can I come too? <laughs> so like my father-in-law was like, okay, cool. I want to meet her too. So he came also when we talked. And so, you know, they just got to know. And I think one thing I do want to mention is that I guess they didn't realize that my parents are divorced, right? Yeah. So they didn't realize that my, our parents are divorced. So that was like a shock to them. Not that they were like, oh my God, like this girl's parents are divorced. But like, just like things like this, it's like they didn't, the like it wasn't mentioned, even though I had included it in my profile. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, you know, like we talked, whatever, come home. And the second we came home, my mother-in-law calls and goes like, oh, you know, so we liked Ramona. Um, and so now our son wants to meet her. And I'm like, okay, cool. You know, it's a Sunday, so maybe we can meet sometime this week. And she's like, no, he wants to meet her right now. Mind you, it's already like 5.30, 6 o'clock. Okay. And I was like, okay, cool. Quick, quick. Yeah, I'm like, can we meet at like 8.30? <laughs> and she's like, no, he wants to meet you in, at 7. So I'm like, this guy is like hella serious and like to the point i'm like wants it right now look at his face while he's watching walk you down like a seatbelt yeah (laughs) buckle up motherfuckers we're going on a ride (laughs) yeah so honestly it was like it feels like it was rushed and then so we met at our local starbucks we sat there for three hours i obviously you know being uh fashionably on time and was serving fashionably late this Um, man if you think late is time, no. It's like an I'm hour. I'm telling you. Being on time is an hour later. Yes. No, like if our, our friend group were going out, the 8.30. No, we're leaving at 9.30. So we never tell him the exact time anymore. We tell him like... An hour the, before. Yeah, literally. Yeah, because yeah, so he like shows that. up to the Starbucks. And so this moment he always talks about, and I find it very funny, was that I had never seen someone use their Apple Watch to tap like to pay for something so he was using his apple watch and i like, leaned over to watch like to look and i was like oh my god this is so sick and he's like he told me this after he's like i felt like my heart was about to stop because you were so close to me <laughs> what a loser <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh god. god he's coming close to me my heart's stopping Bye. he Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so then like we talked for a couple of hours. It was also, mind you, the day Nipsey Hussle died. And so that was a moment we both like took in when we were there. And I was a little too brave from summer because my mom was texting me. She's like, dude, are you good? Do you like need an emergency? Like say you give an emergency and get a ride home. And I looked at him like, can you drop me home? And he like almost choked on his drink. He's like, what? You want me to drop you home? I'm like, yeah, can you drop me home? He's like, Okay. And, like, the second we're walking to the car, he, like, speed walks to the car mm. so he can clean out the gun. If I had seen the mess I was in this car, maybe I would have mentally been prepared for how <laughs> he <laughs> Fast lived. forward now. They have a child and a dog, and they're living in their house happily yeah. three years. Wow. Yeah. So, basically, that's sort of how our worship <laughs> process went. Um, I will say ours was very, a little bit more non-conservative because we had a very open dialogue with both of our parents on both ends and like um 
the way I spoke to my father-in-law about things, my mother-in-law, were very open and like sort of what we were expecting out of this marriage, out of this like rishta. Um, so the advice that I will give to anybody who's sort of like going through the process and stuff is that don't be scared to be in charge of the process. Do not be forced into thinking because your parents are like, oh, this is how it's done. No, you need to sort of take charge and be like, this is how you want things to go because you're the one getting married, right? So like for us, we spent a lot of time together before our niqab because I'm getting niqab to this guy. Yes, Tanya, I saw him every day. Like, wait, okay. Right? No, because my thing was, like, is just the fact that like you need to get to know each other. Yeah, yeah. Right? And we got married niqab very quickly. And I, like mm-hmm. I said in my last, at the previous podcast, was like, if I had the opportunity, would have stayed niqab longer. But if you're going through the process, regardless of if you're going to have a niqab, going straight into marriage, whatever it is, genuinely take the time to think about what you want and be in charge of how you want the process to go. Don't be forced into like your parents saying, oh, you can only meet while someone's watching you or you can't meet him. You're not allowed to. You're not engaged. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How are you going to get to know this person? What are you going to just get married and sleep next to this person for the rest of your life? Definitely. And I, when it comes to Mona's Rishta process, I feel like I've grown up with this like whole Rishta process in front of me. Like whether that being my older cousins, whether that being my own sister in front of me. Um, but now since I'm 23 and like people are all around me saying get married and I'm nowhere close to that. I genuinely like, I don't know how Mona did it, but I, yeah. would, I, I wouldn't be able to do, um, getting married to someone that quickly, that fast, um, after like one day at Starbucks knowing, of course. you know, like someone's the one for me. Like I just wouldn't. And I feel like everyone's different on that page, yes. but I don't know if I could go into that same process saying like, oh, the parents, no, of think, course. you know, like the parents are reaching out saying, oh, like we're interested. Oh, like, you know, I would want like someone to be like, other than the parents, I would want the guy to be in control or right, I would want... Right, did. Right. right. I, I get that. But, like, I also wouldn't... I would... I personally, I wouldn't know if I want to spend the rest of my life or even proceed with someone after one day. Like, I don't know So, some people are, do take right? a few more, right? Yeah, exactly. So, we took our time, but... Yeah, but, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I couldn't do what you did. Like, I feel like I would need to yeah. meet you a couple times. I wouldn't be able to give you a direct answer, whether that be weeks or months, because I don't know who you are like you you're just a random stranger who's looking for marriage but you don't find out in a couple of days you don't find out in a couple of weeks you need to really get Mm -hmm. to know the person and i think we've seen so many successful and failed marriages over the same thing yeah like over and we've seen like how marriages work so it's like really a big decision it's not like you can get married in two hours. Like, here, go get, go to the mosque, go get married. That's it. Cut them kahani. But like, right. finding a, a like a life partner is like the real deal. And I personally would probably wait until however the long. So regardless, can yeah. But I, I, like what married. I was saying, like the fundament, like the foundation of what I was saying mm-hmm. was the fact that like regardless if you're taking a while to get married, don't want to mm-hmm. get married. Mm-hmm. Just when you do get into that process. Make sure that you're the one who is pulling the reins. Okay, no, hold on. Regardless of if you're taking your time, some people don't want to take their time. They just want to get married. Yeah, but I get that. But like, I'm just saying, like, don't go to on one day and say, "Yeah, I want to marry this guy." No, what you should say is that what you should be saying is the fact that if you choose to, regardless if you take time or not, make sure you're the one in charge. Yeah, and also get to know the person. You don't want to marry a stranger. Who okay, wants well, I agreed to marry Musavar and just one meeting, so. 
I mean, if that's how you, that, that's exactly yeah. Yeah, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. Yeah, that's okay. But make sure you that you're going to stranger and get to know them in the process of your marriage. That's you. Go ahead, do you boo? But if you also want to get to know someone mm-hmm. before you marry them, please don't be pressurized by your family or anybody else because at the end of the day, your parents aren't going to be in that marriage. Your parents are not marrying your husband, your future husband, or you wife, are. Or wife. Yeah, you are, and you're going to be dealing with their shit. So get to know them. Period. Yeah. And, like, just make sure, even regardless if you don't end up with the rishta that you're, like, talking to right now or not, or you don't know if you're interested completely, just make sure you're the one who is asking the questions you need to ask, and you have the opportunity to. If you tell me you sat in a room with the parents, the guy, his sisters, his brother-in-law, his sister-in-law, all these people, and, like, your whole family, and then said yes, you need help. Because you need to have that one opportunity where you to do get a chance to talk alone and privately because there's things you need to talk about in front of that you can't mm-hmm. talk about in front of other people yeah and that's yeah. a whole nother topic yeah. about this thing if you guys also want us to get in depth of that we can yeah and how um the di- dynamic is but this is that's a it for this week yeah but, but thank so you much, so guys. much for the positive feedback we've been getting and the love and the love it's been so crazy motivates us to keep going yeah. we love you guys so much and if you have any more stories or questions to ask us ask us anonymously do you have any horror stories yeah any tea? stories like tell us we'll us? spill it tell us some tea we'll spill it here yeah we'll um, spill follow- it the way musa spills his yeah. drool right now follow oh us God. on unspeakable tea podcast on instagram and we post episodes every week See you guys soon. Bye. Bye.